Kellogg's Pet. The super delicious cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Who is today startled over a strange discovery he has just made. We'll learn more about it in a moment as we join him with his friend Batman. But right now, here's a word from your announcer, Dan McCullough. You know, I saw a bunch of fellows and girls starting off to the movies the other day, and I noticed that the whole gang had to wait while one of the fellows went back to the house for his cap that he'd forgotten. Yes, sir, he felt kind of out of things without his collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. He wanted to wear that cap with the comic buttons pinned on it so everybody could see how many he'd collected. And he has a right to be proud of them. There's a doggone slick-looking, and the colors stand out so bright and sharp that, well, those pictures of your favorite comic strip characters are something to show off. Take K.O., for instance, with his black derby tilted over one eye and his bright red sweater. Why, he'll hand you a laugh anytime. Or Winnie Winkle with her smooth, long bob. Or Superman himself. Boy, he's mighty handsome in his bright red and blue outfit and red Superman insignia. So better get busy, gang. Collect all 18 of these swell comic buttons. Ask Mom today to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these exclusive prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You get these comic buttons only from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. A strange and mysterious threat has suddenly loomed up to menace Superman. Four banks located in small towns near Metropolis have been broken into by a man of seemingly superhuman strength who ripped open heavily barred windows and steel vault doors as though they were made of cardboard. Following the fourth burglary, a figure in a blue costume and red cape curiously similar to Superman's was seen leaving the bank carrying a satchel. And, amazingly enough, the following morning, the money stolen from the bank was delivered to the European War Orphans Relief Society in Metropolis. In their guises of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, Superman and his famous friend Batman hurried to the offices of the Relief Society, where Mr. Keeler, the manager, showed them the card that had accompanied the money. As he read the card, Kent turned pale. Drawing Bruce Wayne to one side, he whispered, This card... The inscription on it. What about it? It's... It's in my handwriting. What? Yes. It's in my handwriting. Now, alone in a small vacant office adjoining Mr. Keeler's, Bruce Wayne demands an explanation. What are you talking about, Kent? What do you mean it's your handwriting? Just what I said. Look, I'll show you. You got a fountain pen? Oh, sure. Here. Here. Sit down at the desk. Now, wait. I've got my notebook. Now, watch. Let's see. Now, the card says... Uh... Gift from the Lindhaven National Bank. Say, wait a minute, huh? Since when are you left-handed? Superman is. But you're Superman, remember? I'm also Clark Kent. As Superman, I write with my left hand. As Kent, with my right. Each hand writes differently. Oh, I get it. An extra protection for your double identity. I'll have to learn that trick myself. Let's see, what was the rest of that inscription? Oh, yes, here we are. With the... Compliments of a friend. There. 
Now, compare my handwriting with that on the card. Now, let's see. Say, they do look alike. Look alike? They're identical. Look. Look at the capital letters. And the way the G is formed in gift. Uh-huh. And look here. Look, look, look at the D in friend. Boy, this is amazing, Ken. It certainly is. Oh, the whole setup's amazing. Witnesses say the bank robber's about your size and build. He apparently possesses superhuman strength. He wears a blue costume and a red cape. And now we discover that his handwriting is identical to yours. Oh, I can't figure it out. Neither can I. Unless... Unless what? Oh, no, no, it's too fantastic. You're probably thinking the same thing I am. What's that? The possibility that there may be another Superman. Oh, no, there couldn't be. Why not? Because there couldn't. You came from another planet, didn't you? Yes, from Krypton, but I was the only survivor when the planet blew up. You sure about that? Yes, of course I'm sure. Well, at least... At least what? At least I'm reasonably sure. Now, we're getting somewhere. Isn't it within the realm of possibility that there might have been another survivor? Another potential Superman who came to Earth when the planet blew up? Well, yes, I suppose it's possible, but... But uh, but... you don't want to believe it. Oh, Oh, frankly, I don't blame you. Particularly since his hobby seems to be breaking into banks. Oh, no, no, I can't believe it. I can't believe there's another Superman. It it just doesn't seem possible. Well, that's what they said about the steamboat, electricity, and the telephone. But I know I was Krypton's only survivor. You know, but you're not sure. Well, listen, I came to Earth in the model of a spaceship my father had built. There was only one model. How could anyone else have gotten to Earth? Krypton was a big place, wasn't it? Well, yes, I suppose so. At the time, I was too young to know. Maybe someone else had a spaceship. And came to Earth in it? Uh Uh-huh. Well, then, where has he been all these years? Why is he suddenly showing up? Uh, That's a tough question. We're certainly not going to get the answer here. Got to think this thing out carefully. If I can think at all. What do you mean? Right now, I've got a terrific headache. Superman with a headache? Gosh, that's funny. I wish I thought so. Oh, I don't mean the headache's funny. I mean the idea of your getting them seems a little peculiar. Well, lately I've had them quite often. I, I think I'll go back to my apartment. That's a good idea. And I'll drop down to headquarters and see if anything else has come in on that last bank job. All right. Say, um, maybe it's your eyes, Kent. Using them a lot lately? No, no more than usual. Haven't seen a doctor, have you? No. Well, it might be a good idea if you did. Chances are it's just some little thing. Yeah, could be. Well, let's go. Oh, wait a minute. This card... Better return it to Mr. Keeler. Uh, here's the card, Mr. Keeler, and thanks very much for your courtesy. You're quite welcome, Mr. Kent. Uh, my thanks, too, Mr. Keeler. Don't mention it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elevators to the left. Okay. Oh, that headache's bothering you, isn't it? Uh-huh. Getting worse. Oh, I think a lot of it's due to this mess. Worrying about who's responsible. Uh, I don't think so. I started having these headaches before this broke. Now, here's the elevator. After you. Thanks, Bruce. You go on home, Kent. And I'll call you from headquarters if I learn anything. Fine. Leaving the building at which the War Orphans Relief Society is located, Batman takes a taxi to police headquarters while Kent returns to his apartment. There, his headache easing up somewhat... He picks up a newspaper and reads the report of the latest exploit of the Superman bank robber while waiting for Batman's call. But suddenly, unaccountably, the paper slips from his fingers and his head falls forward on his chest. He breathes regularly, deeply, fast asleep in his chair. An hour goes by. Another hour. 
and the sun dips a red ball of fire below the cold skyscrapers of the great city. At 7 o'clock, the telephone rings in Kent's apartment. It rings again and again, then for a time stops. At 7.30, it rings once more, but remains unanswered. Throughout the evening, it rings at intervals. And finally, when the hands of the mantel clock in the dark room point to five minutes before midnight, the shrilling clamor of the phone is stilled as a hand reaches out and picks up the instrument. Hello? Kent? Yes? This is Bruce Wayne. Oh, hello, Bruce. Where the dickens have you been? I've been ringing you steadily for the past half hour. I've been right here, Bruce. It's dark. What time is it? Almost midnight. Listen, Ken. What? You mean I've been asleep in my chair for six hours? How do I know where you've been? Now, listen to me. But it's impossible. I just never dozed off like this before. Will you stop interrupting and listen? Our friend did it again. What? You mean... Yes, he broke into the bank at Groveton an hour ago. Tore a steel bar door off its hinges, ripped the vault open, and got away with $20,000. Great Scott, an hour ago in Groveton? Yes. That's about 50 miles out, near Lynn Haven. I was thinking if we got there fast... We'll get out there plenty fast. Uh, where are you? At police headquarters. Well, rush down to the parking lot in back of it. I'll pick you up in less than a minute. Step on it now. I'll be waiting for you. Oh. What did I do a thing like that? Out of these clothes. <clears throat> what made me fall asleep like that? Only I'd been awake when Batman called before. <clears throat> Just don't understand it. There we are. All set. Now, up with this window. Out! And away! Leaping from his apartment window, Superman streaks through the night sky to the parking lot behind police headquarters where Batman awaits him. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, this business of collecting comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep is one game where the girls have just as much chance to win out as the fellas. Fact is, I know some girls who've collected more buttons than their brothers have. Of course, the fellas won't stand for that very long. No, sir, they'll get busy, too, and have a load of fun with it. Take swapping duplicates, for instance. Here's how it works. Suppose you have two comic buttons with Orphan Annie's picture on them, but you don't have a Superman button. So you just scout around and find out which one of your pals needs Orphan Annie and has a Superman to swap. And while you're about it, it's a good time to compare notes on how many different comic buttons your friends have collected, too, to make sure that you're not left behind. Because it's going to be a mighty fine day when you've collected all 18 different buttons in the series. And these nifty comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to make sure Mom gets you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Inside every package, there's your exclusive prize. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Carrying Batman, Superman rocketed from Metropolis to the village of Groveton, 50 miles away, where the latest amazing bank robbery had taken place little more than an hour before. As we join them now, once more in their guises of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, they are examining the heavy steel-bolted door which had been torn from its hinges at the entrance to the bank. A deputy police officer stands guard within the now brightly illuminated bank building, while nearby a group of excited villagers are gathered about a shrill-voiced man and woman. George! 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 George
was coming home from the quarters I said to Sam, I said, I swear to heaven I seen you. You're right, you're right, Sarah. Eh, no doubt of it, Kent. The same man who did the other bank jobs pulled this one. Oh, just look at that steel door. Ever see anything like it? Oh, if only I hadn't fallen asleep. If we'd come here soon after you phoned me the first time. Oh, no use crying over spilt milk. Oh, I suppose not. I can't understand how I, I fell asleep. You, I've seen it with my own eyes. So did Sam. Didn't you, Sam? Did you hear that, Kent? Sure did. That woman saw our man. Yes, come on over there. You know, he was dressed in a blue costume and a red cape. He was flying. That's what he was, yeah. like a bird. One minute he was in front of his back. Next minute he was up in the air, what? flying off. That's Kent. what he was doing, flying Great off. Great Scott! Stunned, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne hear the man and woman describe how the bank robber, wearing a costume and cape similar to Superman's, had leaped high into the air and flown away. What can this mean? Has Superman been wrong all these years in believing that he is the only living creature possessed of superhuman powers? Is there another? Fellows and girls, the most baffling and exciting mystery in which the Man of Steel has ever been involved continues tomorrow. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and listen to The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow The Adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Say, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to Mom. Kellogg's variety is back. So now, everybody at the breakfast table can have the Kellogg cereal he likes best. For Kellogg's Variety is that grand variety carton holding ten generous packages of six favorite Kellogg cereals. Are they delicious? And does Kellogg's Variety make breakfast fun? Why, it's better than a grab bag because you get what you really want. Today, ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety, the package that makes breakfast a picnic. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.